Sava Rose Goodman's daughter. Just okay. reading it, I wouldn't be able to read that. Like the, with all the, 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 the squiggly the, lines the, on the letters, accents and squigglies and yeah. Welcome to Casual FC World Cup Preview Podcast, at least for a little while. I'm your host, Angela Morales, with my co-host, Mario Salazar. Since this is the World Cup edition, check out our first episode in the series for a recap on all things World Cup and an explanation of the group stages, all that good stuff. You can watch the English broadcast on all of the Fox networks. They'll be on Fox, FS1, FoxSports.com, the app. Any streaming app that carries Fox, YouTube, TV, Slang, what have you, it just means that you have to have a TV login or some kind of like login situation with the different networks. Or, you know, for, old school antenna. Right. Or an antenna or radio, all that good stuff. For Spanish language broadcasts, Telemundo is the place to be. All the matches will be on Telemundo and the Universo channels. And they'll also be streaming on Peacock in Spanish. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Watch them in Spanish. It's so much fun. Even if you don't speak Spanish, it is absolutely worth your time because it is always a good time. We know how to we know how to enjoy soccer. We know how to have a good time as a culture. It's in <laughs> it our definitely blood. Shows. Yeah, it's in our blood. If you don't remember who's playing when or what's going on, keep an eye on all of our social feeds. We'll be posting TV schedules for all the upcoming matches there. Because we want you to watch them. We want you to have fun. All right. So group E, drum roll, air horns. Let's go. Was it Boo Like just purr, 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 oh. noisemakers, drums, everything. Drive USA. Five, baby. Yeah. We're here. We finally made it. We made if I actually or- did edit with like new sounds and stuff, I'd put an eagle screeching. like <laughs> Exactly. Like freedom. Like just the <laughs> ultimate obnoxious USA. Everything. Groupie consists of the USA, little small town team, two debutantes, Vietnam and Portugal. And I don't think they deserve this, but that's a different story. Usually defending champs get a little bit of an easier break first round in sports in general. But dang, that's harsh. (laughs) (laughs) So USA, Vietnam, Portugal and the Netherlands. We have two ACFC players to watch. Miss Julie Ert. JJ, as I always call her, because that's how she just is permanently in my head. And our sweet baby angel, Alyssa Thompson. You, c- The most exciting part of this is that on Friday, July 21st, in Auckland, New Zealand, USA is taking on Vietnam at 6 p.m. Get home Prime from time, work. baby. Leave early if you need to. Traffic be damned. No. You've watched this game, so help me. Like, that's where I'm at. It'll be on Fox, Time Time, 6 p.m., Telemundo, NBC Universo, Peacock. Like, it's going to be on every station because it's the U.S. The U.S. games will always be televised literally everywhere. Make sure yeah. they're and, on your and you TV. Know what? 
your there are pe- there are people out here that are honestly not USA fans, and that's perfectly fine. That's why we wrong, did episodes for everybody. But that's fine. Yeah, that's why we did every episodes for everybody. But you know what? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, yes. Yes, yeah, I, but are we partial? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The most patriotic for the U.S. you're gonna see us at all is going to be during this World Cup, and then yeah. we're gonna go back to our normal selves. Uh, yeah, um, our normal selves. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But right now, literally, I am an eagle screeching freedom from the skies over L.A. Just let's go. We're going to watch. We're going to watch. You're going to watch. It's going to be just great playing all the time. So just watch. Just 6 p.m. Let's go. Yeah, super easy. All right. So, Mario, hit me with these debut teams. Tell me about them. What do we got? Do we know anything about them? Because there's not a lot of information about some of these teams out there. Yeah, there's not a ton of information. So we do have two debutants. I don't know how the U.S. lucked out with two debutants. Technically, everything's supposed to be a random draw from these little balls with names in them. But we did. So we've got <laughs> Vietnam. And as we were looking up, really all I could find is that the main story that I could find as far as Googling is Hyun Nguyen is the player for Vietnam who is the all-time leading scorer for them. And then, again, as we've been talking about all these debutantes, it's just an amazing feat. It's I'm not going to say it's an honor for them to be here because in, saying that it's an honor is a is almost diminishing right. the accomplishments. Im- yeah, an honor just, an honor almost... It. Exactly. An honor it implies that they're being given this, and they are mm-hmm. definitely not. Any of the first-timers for this World Cup are all, they're all powerhouses in their own right, in their mm-hmm. own region, whatever they've done, scratched, played, scored, fouled, whatever they had to do, they earned their spot here. Absolutely. So they are not they haven't been honored to be here. They have earned the right to be here. So don't ever count any of the debutants out. You know what? Some of these games might be blowouts, but there will be magic on those fields. So keep yeah. an eye on all of them. Absolutely. So the player to watch, Hyun Nhu, is number nine on the Vietnamese team. So keep an eye out on her. And then the second team that we have is Portugal, another debutante to the World Cup, and they topped Cameroon to get to this World Cup. Portugal was one of those teams that had to do the kind of last round play in matches to get into the yeah, World Cup. Yeah, down to like, the wire. Super down to the wire. When they did the drawing, basically <laughs> the drawing of their ball would have been like, it would have said like Portugal Cameroon. Like it would have had both their names on it because mm-hmm. the game wouldn't have been played yet. So. Right. They super last minute, but they have earned it and they are now in the tournament. Two players to watch. We have Carol Costa, who scored the winning goal that actually got them here. And that will be player number 15. And then we've also got Jessica Silva, who played for the KC Current last season and is currently going to play as number 10 with Portugal for the first time ever on this world stage. Yeah, um, so exciting. So now that I got the easy part done. <laughs> <laughs> now here come the heavy hitters. Here come the heavy hitters. Of this group. So the Netherlands, they're known as the Orange Lionesses. 
and they are on a bit of a revenge tour in the World Cup against your one and only home team, or no home team in this sense, but our team, <laughs> the U.S. Home team. Yeah. <laughs> we beat them in the final of the World Cup in 2019, so it's very much a heated rivalry. It's very fun at the same time. The funny thing is that I have an adverse reaction to the color orange because of the college. I went to Long Beach State, so very black and gold. Our rivals are Cal State Fullerton. I refuse to wear orange because of that. Same with the Netherlands. Their kits are always so bright. And it's like, yeah. And I like, they look dope. They look so cool in every sport. All of their uniforms, everything looks so cool. And I'm just like, no. I can't, I can't like it. So it's definitely, it's definitely a national color. Even one yes. of the architects that I'm working with right now, like orange is a very prominent color that they're using. So it's <laughs> a thing. I wonder why that is. You need to ask them and then get back to me on why orange yeah. is their thing. <laughs> they have won the Euros. They, like I said, they took silver in the World Cup in 2019. The big story is that they also have been hit by the knee plague. Miedema will Oof. not be at this World Cup because of an ACL tear. Miedema is it's a one-namer. Like, when a, we've talked about it before. I'm sure we'll say it again. When a player can go by one name, that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's, you, that's the player to, like, be afraid of. Yeah, or to know that they're going to come in and make an immediate impact. No questions asked. With that said, expect the next few players to be change makers because Netherlands is going to show up. They're going to put up a hell of a fight. They're going to be a solid contender to get out of this group. It's projected that it'll be the U.S. and Netherlands coming out. But again, we never know. If- okay, real quick. Yes. Who's going to top that? Who's going to top it? If we're basically, okay. we're going <laughs> to go with Netherlands, U.S., right? Yeah. Who do you think is going to top the group? Oh, that's a good question. I think because medium is not there, it'll be the U.S. Okay. Like, so truly, I think that's what's going to happen. U.S. Netherlands one two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So players to watch. We have at number eleven, I believe it's Nieke Martens. At number eight, Sherida Spit. Number fourteen, Jackie Gronen. And number ten, Danielle Van de Donk. That is a name that like haunts me. Like I hear it in my head (laughs) from the last World Cup and from the Olympics, where it's just like these players are so good. But I'm so excited for this group um, for obvious reasons. But I'm looking for the dark horse. We haven't talked too much about that overall. So I'm really excited to see what's going to come out of Group E. Alrighty. It is time. Here we go. Let's drum roll. <laughs> All right. Team USA. Team like, U. Very much S-A. like USA. USA. Okay, so I'm just going to run down our roster and what NWSL teams they're coming from. There's a few people that aren't playing in the NWSL right now, mainly Lindsay Horan, who's co-captaining with Alex Morgan. Interesting choice. There's been controversy. Crystal Dunn was not chosen as captain. Nobody understands. But we don't know what happens in the locker room. I have thoughts. They don't need to be aired. They're not important. I'm, <laughs> like at all. They're just not in this case. Okay. So from the Chicago Red Stars, we have the brick wall, Alyssa Nair. We, okay. Really fun fact. We have four 
sets of twins on the U.S. national team. What? Not playing, not but like four that? players are twins. Uh, like they oh, have okay. Twin. Okay. No, not four. <laughs> I was like, that's going to make it very confusing. No, I said that's so wrong. Oh, my God. They no. are twins. They are twins. Four different players are twins. Yes. Okay. So Alyssa Nair is one of them. She has been a constant threat of making the goal smaller. She just is so good. I hate, as an ACFC fan, I hate playing the Red Stars, obviously, because of her. It's one of those, like, no matter how good or bad the rest of the team is, if she's in the box, okay, <laughs> dang. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know what? Great we have her on the national yes. team. <laughs> yes, exactly. How, like, we talked about Kaylin Sheridan on Canada being this force to be reckoned with, this brick wall. Alyssa Nair is right there with her. So it's so good. We have from Gotham, Kelly O'Hara, Lynn Williams, and Christy Mewis. Christy Mewis is making her debut in the World Cup, which sounds crazy because she's been in the conversation for so long. She was on the team, out with an injury, came back, worked her way back into the team. There's so many stories. Kelly O'Hara broke down in a way I wasn't ready for in the call-up video that the U.S. national (laughs) team did, like, I was expecting her to be so excited. I didn't expect to start crying with her because, like, she was so emotional to be there. And if you haven't seen the, act, yeah, if you haven't seen the call up video from the U.S. team, go definitely, yeah, and watch go it. watch it. it call up video, go watch the introduction video, like anything. I mean, it's it's even got Angela tearing up right now. Like she's, I'm just so <laughs> excited. I like I like I. If you haven't put it together, I really like women's sports and I get really excited and really invested. <laughs> All for it. I'm I'm here. I want I'm You're the best same passion. Enabler. I yes, I'm the enabler. I'm the one that said, let's start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He threw the idea out and then I peer pressured him into co hosting <laughs> with me. He was like, No, like I'll just I was like, No, you should have a conversation with me about it. But from the North Carolina Courage, we have Casey Murphy, who will be backing up a listener, and Emily Fox. From the OL Reign, we have Sophia Huerta, Alana Cook, Emily Sonnet, Megan Rapino, who is retiring. She's Pino is basically another one-namer at this point. If you don't yes, know who and- Pino is, you've basically been off the planet for the last 10 years. Yeah, where have you been? Even... <laughs> Even if you've been one of the opposing side, you know who oh, she pissed everybody off because she exactly. said, I don't want to go to your White House. I don't care. Everybody knows who Rapino everybody is. Everybody knows who she is. And we've said it in the past, the last couple of pods here, Nike football, again, oh, freaking amazing with all of their like ads. They're all a minute long. So just go to Nike football, their YouTube Just enjoy channel, it. Spend 10 minutes and watch these commercials. The one they did for Pino. But is, it's, it's 80s, the most, yeah, 80s nostalgia. G.I. Joe, Sailor yes. Moon. Yes, it's G.I. Joe, Sailor Moon, Transformers, like all of the cartoons. And the whole time it's like, Megan Rapino. And it's yeah, so it's good. The great, it's the greatest music. It's the great. It's and the color. The hair she's riding a and... motorcycle. It's very Pino. From uh, information she gives us about her personality, it feels like it just fits. It just, those puzzle pieces locked in. 
do yourself a favor and go watch it. It's just great. Okay, let's keep yes. going. <laughs> Sorry. And then last but not least from the rain is Rose Lavelle, who's coming off an injury. She has been spotted, fully dressed, participating in training. For those who, we didn't really talk about it. It is winter in Australia and New Zealand since they're in the it's southern cold. hemisphere. And it's cold. It's maybe 50 degrees. It Rose, was 105 degrees at my house today. <laughs> yeah, I came back from Vegas today and it was 122 yesterday. It was awful. It hurt <laughs> to breathe. It felt like you were just shooting a hairdryer directly into your like eyeballs. But Rose is out there. Like She played in Wisconsin in like shorts. And she's ready for this. She posts, they posted a picture of her. They're like, oh my God, how is she doing it? She's, I am living. I am thriving. This it's, is my it's, weather. It's come like the new year and the Rose Bowl, the Rose Parade. And you get all those like the yes. fans and stuff from like Wisconsin. And they're like in shorts and enjoying yeah. it. And then all of us here in LA are like freezing. And we're like, what are you doing? It's what so is cold. Wrong with you? They're like, it's this all, is springtime. And you're like, it's sure. only like. 58 yeah <laughs> like 60 degrees and they're just like it's freezing yeah exactly okay so from the thorns we have the freaking threat of the year sophia smith and crystal again Dunn. oh yeah watch sophia her smith watch her commercial i had to double take behind my back when after i saw that one it was a little i loved it it's very much horror homage like yeah it's freaking it's fantastic like, she's gonna haunt you in the way I said that Vonda Dong haunts me from the 2019 World Cup, Sophia Smith is going to be ruining some lives and hurting some feelings. Crystal Dunn is one of the best players on this team. I, you can't tell me otherwise. She, you can put her anywhere on the pitch and she will make a difference. She can score. She can defend. She can break up a scoring drive in the midfield. Like She can do everything. She also is returning after having her son. She's the one that came back like it felt like 10 minutes after giving birth, but <laughs> was very adamant. This is not a normal thing. This should not become normal. This shouldn't be expected to be normal. I chose to do this because I wanted to do this. And I think she's going to have a hell of a World Cup. And I'm so excited to see her. We have Savannah DeMello from Racing Louisville, who just got her first cap like last week versus Wales or the game before that. She was a surprise pick for the roster, but everyone is pumped. She's going to make a big difference. A lot of that is because there's not a lot of scouting on her on the national level with this team. So I think <laughs> it's going to be... Open. <laughs> exactly. I'm curious to see how teams respond given that this roster is so different from 2019. Like, this is the changing of the guard. Yes, Pino. There's been a lot of talk about how, oh, Pino's 38. And I'm like, cool, you make it sound like she's got one foot in the grave <laughs> and she's 11 months older than me. Me. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And then I'm, you have I'm Alyssa Thomas. Come on. Yeah. But then I do hurt. <laughs> I hurt too. But dang. <laughs> but it's funny. Like Alex Morgan said, we've got Alyssa Thompson, who's 18, Topino. The age range the is. The age range. I was going to say, I was going to bring that up at some adult. point. Like it's a whole player. One of these players is 20 years old. And it, boom. The, but at I, same, I think the quote was like something about the team and the age range. She's like, oh, yeah. We've got players from 18, referencing Alyssa Thompson. Mm-hmm. 18. Topino. That was the, the And then trick. they immediately started cracking up and it's yeah. But the fact that we have that much veteran knowledge and and that much maturity on this team is really cool to see how that ushers in this new class of younger players and brings them into that like when it all costs drive for five, like 
this is our tournament mindset that this team is known for. So I'm curious to see how that goes. From the San Diego wave, we have talked about both of these players a ton already in previous episodes. We have defender Naomi Yerma, who's taking the torch of, or receiving the torch of defense in the U.S. and leading the defensive side of things at such a young age. Alex Morgan, who has just, man, Alex Morgan has done so much for soccer in the last few years. <laughs> a lot of the players on this team have helped push for equal pay for the women's team. Alex Morgan being one of them, Alex has called out a lot of the issues in the NWSL has been a driving force in the change in the league and respect for the players. She's helped with the Players Association and the CBA and helping work towards all kinds of stuff. It's been fantastic to watch her mature as a player and like on and off the pitch. And but I just I love this team so much. OK, it's funny because <laughs> a month ago I was like, yeah, Alex Morgan's great. This sucks. Yeah, we against uh, her. And now we I'm like, she's the you. best thing since sliced bread. And I'm so excited. <laughs> and that's the beauty of all of this is that you play for San Diego. You're our rivals or whether you think they're manufactured or not. Like, they're just going to naturally be our rivals. And it's, ah, they're coming to town or we're going down there. I really wish. I really hope the worst for them. And then come World Cup, you exactly. say no matter what. So it's... they are one of us the entire yes. way. And then, okay, so from the Washington Spirit, we have Ashley Sanchez, Andy Sullivan, Trinity Rodman, and Aubrey Kingsbury. We talked about all four of these players in <laughs> our Spirit episode, and all of them deserve to be, all of these players deserve to be here, absolutely. But Andy being there is just, it's so good to see a player who's been up and down and called up and not making rosters and back called up again to see her there. I think she's going to be a huge game changer for us. Trinity is going to hurt some feelings. Aubrey's going to be backing up Alyssa Nair. It's just, it's so good. There's a, there's big stories too, but around Sofia Huerta and Ashley Sanchez and their like Latin backgrounds, American backgrounds and how that plays towards them being in the world cup and what that means. And it's just, ugh, man, it's so cool. Yeah, because if you have the ability to have dual, dual citizenship or you have heritage in multiple countries, you have to make a decision. And yeah. it and as easy as it might seem to be able to say, oh, I'm going to switch over to, I'm, I'm now going to play for the other country. It's not it, that easy. It's not that and, easy, no. And it's a one-time thing. So you have to be absolutely sure. Yeah. Like... Whether it is you played for the U.S. and you want to go play for another country or you played for another country and decided that you want to come play for the U.S. Like, Federations don't be... make it easy. Immigration doesn't make it easy. There's so much that goes into declaring your country and like your allegiance. So, yeah, yeah it's wild. And last but not least, our ACFC Angels on loan to the national team yeah. flying high. Like. We've got JJ in the midfield and Alyssa Thompson, who's going to just blow by some defenders. It's going to be insane. She's so it's, fast. It's, She's, those young knees are just going to take her so far. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just so freaking excited. I do have to say the one thing that like the entire world is devastated about is the fact that our like our forever captain, Becky Sauerbrunn, 
will not be there. She had a ankle or a foot injury that she was unable to recover from in time. And it just guts everyone, the players, the fans, Becky, like this was not supposed to be how she walked away from the national team. I hope she's there in some capacity as a coach, as like a keychain with a little like mini bobblehead, a little thing like <laughs> Funko's. I think Alyssa Nair has one on her backpack. That's Becky. Like Becky Sauerbrunn is so incredibly important to this team, yeah. to the NWSL, to women's soccer, to, I have her Jersey from she's my, na- her and Pino are my national team jerseys right now because of that. They're so important to the culture of the sport as well as the skill of the national team. It's just great. I, yeah. I, and not having Becky there hurts my feelings. At the ACFC Pride game, it was the day after the announcement came out about Becky's status. And one of, I walked by somebody who had a Becky Sauerbrunn Pride jersey, like the national team Pride numbers. And I stopped them and I was like, are you okay? And she was like, no, I can't talk about it. I was like, I can't either. I just want to make sure that somebody checked on you. And she's like, thank you so much. I was like, the, your jersey is amazing. This sucks. And she's like, yeah. And that's been the whole thing is that Becky should be there in some capacity. I don't want to talk about it too much because I will probably cry. <laughs> I'm tired. And I know I'm like emotional about it forever tired it's late we're trying to get all this out (laughs) but yes it's even being the casual fan to all of this the news about uh, about becky was like i saw ripples like everywhere about it and yeah but the trying to see the bright side of someone who's so important and integral to this u.s women's national team is the fact that a lot of the young talent that's coming in with Trinity, with with Alyssa Thompson, with all the youngins that are coming in have the knowledge and the base yeah. of the veterans of the team that we're in a good spot and it's gonna be it's gonna be magic. It's gonna be great. Yep. It's gonna be the it's drive be to five is ride. real. Yeah, it's going to be a fun ride, and I can't wait for all of it. Yes, we fully appreciate everything that Becky has done for the team, and I, I do hope that you get your wish that she is somehow involved with the team. We'll see. We'll probably hear about it, definitely, if she is. The internet will explode. <laughs> just soccer fans will... I think the internet's like... going to explode either way, whether she oh, is or not. If she is, it's going to explode. If she's not... It's also going to explode. Yes, exactly. So no matter what, this team is the team to watch. Even if you are not American, they'll be talking about it because we are the reigning champs. We could set history and be the first team to win three World Cups in a row. Obviously, we have already won like the most titles, so that just adds to that. But this, oh man, this is so exciting. I'm just pumped. I was like, I knew I was excited, but now talking about the team, it's even like more so. It's just, it's so cool. It's World Cup. I feel like it was taking forever to get here. And now I'm like, oh my God, it starts on Thursday. Now it's here. Now it's here. It's as of this recording, it's in, as of us trying to finish this recording, it's in two days. Oh yeah. So kickoff has occurred. (laughs) (laughs) So... We are definitely excited. We are waiting for 
all we can't wait yes as we've mentioned before there will be very many sleepless days that we're going to be at work possibly zombie-ish but you know what it's all in support and excitement for what's about to happen there's going to be magic on the field both definitely from our shining red white and blue team that that is just going to drive to five all those hashtags like everything but even from the debutantes of Vietnam, of Portugal, of Panama, of all of them, you know, and then the rivals of the Netherlands and Germany. And we're looking at Japan kind of building back up. I think all of this is just going to be super exciting, super. The highlights are going to just be insane for the next month of what's going to be, be happening. It's going to be just beautiful soccer. So something we haven't done yet, and I'm popping this up on you. We don't have it in the script or anything like that. But Ooh. Favorite U.S. kit. Oh, favorite U.S. kit. Oh, oh, dang. I'm partial to the Waldo kit. The, the Waldo kit, mm-hmm. for those that are not familiar, you've probably seen it at some point in your like head. It's literally, it's called the Waldo kit because it looks like, where's Waldo? Like, where's um, Waldo? It was a, not, it was, I think it was just the right amount of the thick red stripe. So it's red and white stripes going horizontally. It's one of those things where like you have really thin stripes, either vertically or horizontally. You're like, oh, that's right. going to make you look really like lanky or really, really weird or... or really weird yeah. or whatever. These were just perfect. And then they had a little break like in the chest mm-hmm. where, no, on the back, sorry. There was a break in the back that just perfectly oh, yeah. framed the player number. I'm really upset that I never got a Waldo kit. Like I never actually got one. <laughs> I was, I remember when the Waldo kit came out, I was in Seattle for a half marathon and I was at the Nike store there and I was like, ah, should I buy one? Should I not buy one? And then I decided not to. Really upset because I do think looking back, it's probably my favorite one. The most recent one? The one with the like the red, red and blue, blue, the red and blue, like jagged stripies. Yeah. That yeah, one was, was good. Called? It was good. I don't know what it was. And I really liked it because of the matching socks, honestly. <laughs> it just looks so cool. And that same year, the warm ups are my favorite warm ups they've ever had. They were so cool. And you can't, those are just player issues. They don't make those for, Co- for coordination. Sale. Coordination is key. I will say that the last year kit kits for which i believe it's last year's it's last year's kit yeah yeah i didn't like well, i didn't very much like it you know what i did i like the warm-up kits the warm-up kits yeah were actually really the warm-up good. kits were great but the actual kits were not my favorite <laughs> yeah if they would have made the warm-up kits the actual kits i would have been happy but no yes i completely agree okay so right. we are done with our recaps just our to get a, give you a little insight we just like most TV shows, we record these out of order and you get them the way they go, the way they get released. We are now officially done recording all the group stages. Yeah. And again, we really hope you enjoyed all of these. If you did, let us know. Give us a give us a follow. Tell your friends. Tell someone. Get them into it. Give them the very first episode, which is just basic World Cup info yeah. and be like, hey, I think you're going to like soccer. I think you're going to really like women's soccer. It's going to be amazing. Get ready for the ride. And then 
if they take the bite, maybe give them a couple more episodes, sprinkle those in. Exactly. (laughs) Keep that text thread going. Let them know what's happening. Make sure that they're responding, all that good stuff. So thank you for being on this ride with us. Follow us on all our socials at casualfcpod on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on threads. And we hope to do more of these. Hopefully we keep this thing going for the rest of the World Cup. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let us know if there's anything you're looking for, what you want to hear, anything we need to talk about. We've got a whole bunch more NWSL content coming down the line. So, yeah. Yeah. And if anything, you know what? We're going to be the screaming eagles for this U.S. women's national team. We're going to keep going with match previews for at least us. So thank you for listening. Catch you next time. Yeah. See you later. Bye.